Did I do it too fast? A little fast, but that's fine. We didn't we didn't do a run through. That's good. I guess you could say I'm ahead of my time. <laughs> hey, no, but that was good though. Thank you very much for doing that. Pete is not here tonight, so let's make our introduction. Our regular full-time co-host and resident chanteur is not Peter Feliciano. Let's give a big round of applause for Andrew Holmgren. Oh, thank you. Returning thank uh, you. one of our best guests we've ever had. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did it. We had you a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did the, the live show yeah. over at the What's It's Called place. <laughs> That's about right, yeah. We've got a the good what's parking called. spot at that show. That's about the best we can hope for Yeah, over there, yeah. Yeah, we didn't come away really thrilled, but... But thank you very much for letting us use the place to the people listening. Okay, we want to greet the adoring throng and welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast, Another Night in the Bomb Shelter. They'll be here in about 10 minutes. And, okay, I want to get right to our guest. Yeah. Because, well, that's why he's here. And we're under the gun with the clock anyway. I want everyone to know that you, you have your mind somewhere else. Our guest, we'll start with his achievements. You are the winner of the 2013 Jimmy mm. Gunn's Best Newcomer Award. Yes. And now is that for comedy or golf? That was golf. Okay, so we got that swing. under you, do you? Mm-hmm. I can tell. You got the build for it. Thank you. He was a finalist at the Rooster Tea Feathers Comedy Competition. Mm-hmm. He took second place in the 2016 Sacramento Comedy Competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were the winner of the Walk the Plank Competition. Mm-hmm. You're awfully competitive. I'm not though I, I <laughs> at all. What, what, what and I, they, but there's so many that I I haven't won though. That's the no, the other thing. <laughs> yeah, but you keep reaching there's out so for. Many. What are you reaching for? What am you, I reaching for? Yeah. Did, did your dad not love you? That's oof. That See, well, that that's no good. Yeah. See? That's, no, that does hit close to home though. That's true. He was okay. a very neglectful father. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I thank love you the man, for trying to cover know. for me. It was weak. It was weak. <laughs> it's okay. His dad would always mention the other children on the comment cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So now, now you're going to be this week. In the San Francisco International oh, yeah. Comedy Competition. Yes. You dog. We're going to talk Uh-oh. a little more about that because I had a little brush with greatness last night at the, at the Giants game. You did. Uh, more recently, let's go to more recent stuff. You've graduated to Solid Foods, right? Yes. You're 410 Finally. months, you're potty trained, you're, you're mm-hmm. walking, doctor says you're doing fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. I did my research. He's 410 months. That's accurate. Wow. Um, <laughs> Only 10 okay. more, buddy. 410 <laughs> months. Ah, yeah. Okay. You may have seen it at the Punchline at Cobb's. The Improv, that's the San Jose Improv. Mm-hmm. The Throckmorton, yeah. uh, with people like Larry Bubbles Brown. Yeah. Mark Pita, Jim Short. Uh-huh. Scott Thompson recently, yeah. right? Yeah, just last weekend. Mark Pita and Steve Hummus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, no, no women on there. Okay. Uh, and oh, uh, he's uh, been Michelle the resident. <laughs> I did work with Michelle Wolf. That's recently. true. But if I had included that, then I wouldn't have been able to make my little comment. Oh, that's true. He's been the resident comic at the Shelton Theater. Yeah. And Man, you have done your research. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you built your own website. I, well, I had help. Did I had you? Help. I did, yeah. yeah. You were using Squarespace? I used Weebly. Weebly, okay. Weebly. And it's, uh, I had help from DJ Real, a.k.a. Nick Stargu, who told me how to do it. And yeah. then I did, I've been updating it myself, but yeah. I had no idea what I was doing initially. Yeah. I'm terrible with technology. Well, that's, that's why I only got this for your bio, because yeah. there wasn't much on there. Mm-mm. But I do know, I believe he also owns a keytar. I do. All right, so if that's the case, please welcome this guy, Chad Opitz. Hey, Thank you. I made it. I did. Okay. That's all I needed. You can go now. Okay. All right, so, hey, thanks for coming, though, honestly. Actually, both of you guys. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's Uh, air-conditioned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? It hasn't been in the past. Really? And that's why the audience has dwindled and dwindled. 
because where, it's on the They're oh, not right here there? yet. Are they going to be right They there? will be here, yeah. And they're going to be directly behind me. They're just sitting right it's, behind me. You know what it does? Make me all keeps stressed everything, out. Yeah, it's it. it keeps you right on the edge. Okay. And that's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm helping you expand your art. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's what I do. You need to be pushed. But I originally saw Andrew, thought he was great, and then saw you recently as well, mm-hmm. and thought you were uh, not unpresentable. Good. Thank yeah. you. Was no, that you the, were very the good. right spot show? Good. Yeah, the right spot show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Had you seen me before that? Not live, oh, no. Okay. But I, I follow. I follow okay. you guys. I can tell you got yeah. I got stalkers. A little bit of a stalker there, thing there. <laughs> Good lord! Your new furniture looks great from the front yard, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. I was going to say, uh, Rob Becker. Are you familiar with Rob Becker? I'm not. Is oh, he then I won't namesake go Namesake of the show Becker. No, he's not. <laughs> he was the guy show. who won the San Francisco comedy competition the first year I went in '86. Wow, in yeah. 86. Yeah, oh, there okay. was, uh, I guess, Jake Johansson was there that night. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Tree. I have heard of Tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were the guys that were around there. Will Durst had hosted and everything. And uh-huh. that was my first live comedy show I'd cool. ever been to. And last night. Where was that at? Uh, that was at the Civic Center in Marin, the Marin Civic Center. Oh, okay. There's one of the, I think there's a show at the Marin Showcase Theater in San Rafael. That's a great theater. Yeah, I've never been there. I, I haven't the been there. the competition one year. All the shows are so cool. It's like uh-huh. in these huge theaters. They'll be like, we shipped out a retirement community to watch yeah. you tonight. <laughs> and it's packed. And you're like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. It's a lot of beautiful theaters. Isn't, like isn't one of the shows, I think it's not till the finals, but it's literally at a retirement community. Are you kidding? In like Walnut Creek. It's like the Wells Fargo Ro- thing? No, like Rossmore. I, oh. think I think it is a nursing home, essentially. Nice. Like an upscale nursing home. Uh, they have a theater at a nursing home? I think you just do. They have like a stage. Like I don't think they have a theater. But this like, is for the San Francisco comedy competition. Yes. I'm, I'm, I've heard from some people that they do. Like the finals week, they have a show where you have to keep it like super clean. And well, like, oh, so that one I'm not excited for. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll get to that point. But like, Well, we're rooting for you. Thank you. Because if you win... Or even if you get to that one, we'll like you better than Andrew. That's what? true. Yeah, up till oh, now, don't. Andrew's been our go-to comedian. I'll like you oh. better than me. Oh. <laughs> He's got a donut shirt. By the way, uh, again, I think I said in the beginning, but I do want to thank you very much for taking over for Pete tonight. Oh, yeah. And brought a lot yeah. more hair to this uh, co-host chair. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. I know you, before Brandon Crawford came to the Giants, you had long hair, right? Um, since like sixth grade, I've had long hair, okay. and I'll grow it out and then like buzz it. Yeah. But in the seven years I've been doing comedy, it's just been like trim it every now and then. I see. So yeah, I'd say he probably stole it from me. Okay, that's. I just wanted to know the difference there. I, <laughs> I get the feeling you're going for a logo where there's no face, but there's the beard and the long hair, and that's just the, the you know. It yeah, just covers everything. Kind of thing. Thing. Yeah. Just the yeah. hair covers everything to write about the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm seeing. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. style that. That'd be a fun show. I'd go see that. <laughs> just like cousin, it does comedy. <laughs> Okay, so we got some stuff to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, again, when I sent the thing over to you, I said you don't have to do it. Yeah. You don't have to read or anything. I never do. But did you? I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, then don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, You'll I'm really a, enjoy what I have man. to say. Okay, so the reason why we do this, we want to talk about you and get to know you, mm-hmm. but this gives you an idea of how, you know, yeah. get the ball rolling, warm you up a little bit, and um, make with the jokes and that sort of thing. Okay. Right, monkey boy? Sure. Okay. So. Monkey boy. So we start with updates. The first thing is MoMA. Do you guys ever go to SF MoMA? I have not. I'd love to. I wanted to see that Munch 
munch stuff. Right. Mm. I, I like what munching. I've seen of munch. Could always good for a good munch. Munch. Is that how you say it? Munch? I think it's munch. I think it's munch. That's uh, another comic. Belzer was munch, right? On SVU. Was he? That yeah. Was his Wasn't that his Belzer? name munch? I don't Detective know. Detective Munch? You never watch SVU? No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I just didn't know his name was Munch. I, yes. In fact, I'm sure of it because that's what we do when we're depressed. We stay home and we watch SVU all day long on ION. Who's we? My wife and I. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like, when, when that's you, what we do. Society. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, yeah, that's what we, I thought the society what, does yeah. that. That's, they should call uh, binging SVU munching. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but you said you'd like to go. Yeah, I've never been. Okay, so how much would you like to go? Um, what? Like four? Four. You live here, right? You live in the uh -huh. city? I live right. like a so what keeps you from going? Why not get culture? I'm busy. There's I'm a, a busy distance band. between here and there, you know? Well, and it's like, I usually, like, I'm working Monday through Friday, uh -huh. and then I got shows at night. Right. And then, that makes yeah, sense. generally when I have free time on now, it's like, doing comedy, I don't do anything, dude. I'll go to the, I've been to the Berkeley, Golden Gate Fields. Yeah. A couple times. It's super fun to go yeah. to horse races on dollar yeah. days, on Sundays. See, here's the thing. I don't want you to think I'm getting all weird, you know, now with the vegan thing and mm -hmm. all that. But also, we were going to start going to horse races, and then she read about cruelty to mm -hmm. animals, and we mm -hmm. didn't go to that either. Well, I get that. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think it's cruel? I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there's aspects of it that are. Yeah. I mean, if I was I'm a horse, I'd rather be running than not running, you know? <laughs> so, I think it's cruel to not let horses run. You, you, make, you make a good point. Yeah, I never looked at it from and that direction. And give them cool names and let me gamble on them. You know? mm -hmm. So it's really what the horses want. Yeah. We're giving them what they want. Plus, if you lose a bet, it's like the horse is exacting revenge for the cruelty. So then Indeed. it's an even sum, you know? I got you. Okay, so it's... You've thought about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. You spent a lot of time at the racetrack. Do you, you? Really? Oh, yeah. You got a gambling problem? Mm, uh, I like gambling, <laughs> but I mean, no, it's just dollar days. It's the best. Dollar admission, dollar mm -hmm. hot dogs. That's true. Dollar beers, dollar mimosas. And if you don't have health insurance, like the hot dogs are like pumped full of antibiotics. So it's like a doctor <laughs> visit. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, okay. I'm sold. I'll go. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you, I mean, after I go to MoMA, yeah, you got to get the what's, vegan. So hot dogs. what's going on at MoMA? Well, they just they you know they re remodeled and everything, and now they had the side of the street that uh, what street is it? Fifth, sixth, fourth, twelfth, Brown. One of those streets that faces the it's Moscone Center. I is think it's fourth? fourth Street. And that entry used to be the main entrance. Now it's a free entrance. And you can go into that atrium area, and you mm -hmm. can see what they've got. Kind of like the spirally stair thing at the De Young in, in Golden Gate Park. Is that mm. free? Yeah, you're, it's free to go up there. You're allowed to go in the tower for free? Yeah, yeah. But, but not in the museum. Well, you can even go into the museum, but then when they have, you can't go into the traveling exhibits for free. Mm. Oh, I mean, unless you cause a diversion. I had no idea. That's I've pretty done that. cool. Have you? But yeah, yeah. Oh, what'd you do? I threw my wife down the stairs. Whoa. Yeah. So everyone's concerned with her. Team. I was able to slide right by and take a look at the uh, first lady's dresses. Yeah. So that's that's what I was there for. Zoink. So anyway, they put this this lady put up big at the in the atrium now where the stairs go up. There's these two giant. Well, actually, what? How big are they? There's two giant. Each canvas, canvas. measures 27 feet by 32. Hey, feet. how about that's that? That's pretty big. Now that's a co-host right there. Mm -hmm. Is it like wow. intricately painted or is it just a big painting? It's not even really a painting, and this is what I really wanted to get to. I try to be open-minded. 
Ah, uh, I see you put genius in quotes when you say <laughs> MacArthur you Genius Grant. Actually, I didn't That's, do that. The newspaper did. That'd be oh. so funny if the MacArthur Genius Grant and like put quotes whenever hey, they genius. said genius when they gave it to someone so nobody got a big head. Well, here's the thing. I was researching this artist. She's, I can't remember her name, but she's got one, I'm sure. Is it Julie That's exactly Maretu? who it is. That's right. <laughs> it's in the one paragraph you typed up about MoMA. I, I didn't get to Did you write this, or did you say that you got this from a paper? That's just cut and paste. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, this seems really like, there's some still like, rise to the occasion yeah. of well, this. this is a professional deal here. Okay, well, her name is Julie something. Now, I consider what you guys do art, because you're creating from the beginning, right? You, you get a concept, you build a joke around it, mm -hmm. and then you deliver it to the public and see how they respond. I mean, sometimes you just wait to go up and then you go like, man, that guy looks like Matthew McConaughey. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, he does. And you're like, that's art right there. You know, <laughs> do you prepare? <laughs> uh, I guess I would say I start out never prepared. And then if you show up never prepared enough, you're prepared in the future. Does that make sense? So the stuff you're doing now, no one's going to enjoy, but it'll get you ready for later. I enjoy it. Okay. I mean, no, it, it's, it's just kind of the idea of like you, you have an idea and you take it to the stage. You don't necessarily know how it's going to go. And I wouldn't say that I've like sat up long hours. Like, so you don't construct the jokes writing them? Not like Jerry Seinfeld does. It's like, eh, I just kind of talk and then I listen and then I talk again. I wish I had that kind of like Seinfeld. I wish I oh, had yeah. that. Uh, it's very admirable. It, it's always just like, just pops in my head. Mm -hmm. and I never like sit down to write specifically. Really? Yeah. But then when I, I do write, like when it yeah. comes to my head, I oh, write Oh, you down. do write down. Okay. Yeah, but I don't like sit down specifically ever to write a joke because I can't ever think anything at that time. Where do you get it? Just happens. It's, I have no idea. In the shower? It's uh, uh, car rides a lot. Yeah. Um, While you're driving? If I can't sleep. By yourself when you're driving? When you're yes. driving, when if I'm, you can't yeah. sleep, you bother to. Yeah. Okay, well, that's when good. you're driving, it's like your mind is focused on this thing, but your thoughts are free to wander. Mm -hmm. It's like it's just like suspended in liquid almost. That's how I got in my first wreck. Yeah? Yeah. No, go ahead. What? I'm sorry. Yeah. Suspended in liquid? Yeah, I was suspended in liquid, yeah. <laughs> Damn yeah, car hot tub. It's not going to drive itself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so you just be driving and. Yeah, so how, well, we're going to get, we're, we're supposed to be talking about MoMA here. Yeah. We're anyway, talking, it's modern art. The bottom line is, I painting. try to be open-minded with modern art, but this woman, well, what did she say about this particular painting? She said something that I found interesting. It was after the quotation mark genius. 80%, uh, okay, she says here, about the piece, 80% of the marks I put down, I wipe or sand away. She uses inkjet printed images and has, and sticks them on the canvas. So mm -hmm. she's just putting stickers on that's what I'm saying. Is so it's it, like a collage type situation? Is yeah, she, is it's she, a big, they're big gray things with stuff on them is what they are. Is she's taking photographs or like other paintings or illustrations? Well, on one of the, one of the things she's done, she also did a big one in New York and she uses shapes. She'll just cut out like yellow parallelograms and put that up there. And she's, and she has other guys on so everything the lifts like and she's telling, put it there. And they put it on there. She goes, no, yeah. that's no good. Move it here. So she's not really doing anything. No. She's making gigantic, like, shirts from the 90s. <laughs> that's exactly like. what she's doing. Like, America's Funniest People style yeah. backdrops. <laughs> so I try to be open-minded with modern art. I don't get most of it. Some of it looks neat, like the Pollock stuff. I like to look at it. Yeah. But he couldn't know exactly how it was going to look when he was done because he's splashing paint on there. Mm -hmm. Whereas you look at a Rembrandt. And he would have had to just 
agonize over every little line if it didn't look you know realistic mm-hmm. that's the beauty of not painting uh, realism <laughs> is you can yeah. just be like that's yeah, what it's supposed to look yeah yeah exactly uh, mm-hmm. I think my favorite uh, artist is uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat and uh, I just remember watching videos of him painting and it just looks like it's so intentional and while it's just total chaos it all yeah. looks so intentional it's really impressive and he's like no everything I do to the canvas I really meant to do do you believe him I mean, he's your favorite. You better back him on this. I mean, he was a junkie, so it's hard to believe junkies <laughs> universally across the board. But I do. So, Chad, yeah. I guess if you were into modern art, you would have gone to MoMA with all your many opportunities. True, true. So you don't I'm not. To, and I'm really not. So you don't need to sit here and lie to me that you want to I be. do want to go. I want to see what it's like. You want to go tonight? Let's go. Oh, we got a show. Cancel it's your closed. job. Cancel the show. It's closed show. tonight. It's their Saturday closure. Oh. Wow, you read the stuff. Oh, yeah. What a good... I hope Pete's listening to this six months from now when I get it edited. So is the reason these paintings are good, like, does this artist do small paintings? I don't know. Everything I've seen of hers has been giant walls of things. Or is it like, well, I can't make the world's best burger, but I can make the world's biggest burger. I think that might be what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we didn't get the angst I wanted from you guys, so let's move on to pop-up art. Hmm. Have you heard of the Color Factory? No. uh I have. It's just like a bunch of, uh, I mean, I, not necessarily made for Instagram, or maybe it is. It's just a place to take your picture right. for Instagram that just looks cool. It's just cool backgrounds. It's, yeah, it's got sharp image contrast. And, and it's sold out, too. Yeah. Just everybody wants to just go take Instagram pictures of themselves. Can I ask your ages? I'm 28. 28. Oh, I know how old you are because you are 410 months. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find that out, you psycho? <laughs> you just Googled your Facebook and then I went think, back to your birthday and uh, then added the number I think of I did that, yes. Okay, I think okay. I looked, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Very good. <laughs> anyway. Chad's got a cold sweat going. I do. No, no. Scared. <laughs> really, I have little interest in you, but I wanted to make Thank it sound you. like, you know, I'm very, you know, professional good. when we're interviewing you. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so I the Color Factory, that. I think you hit it, the nail on the head, but what's interesting is this. There's another one coming up, the Museum of Ice Cream. Ooh, okay. Which is neither a museum, okay. nor does it have much ice cream. What? Hmm. Yeah, you get one scoop with your $38 ticket. The what? Now, the reason why I asked you the age is... Ages, it vanilla? Probably. I don't care for Selfie vanilla. Selfie-friendly installations that are driven by the wondrous joy that ice cream evokes. <laughs> which is true. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to turn this around to a millennial thing, because I, I went there today. Oh, While they're, they're the ice still cream con- museum? yeah they're still constructing it and everything. Mm. I actually, I didn't go there on purpose. I was it's a pretty walking hot by. day to be an ice cream museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I walk in. I'm very friendly. I give them the card. Sam with SK Morton's lousy San Francisco podcast, and I just wanted to ask you a couple quick questions. You know, if you could, if you guys have any material or something. And I had this with me. I pulled. I said, "We're actually going to talk about you tonight." They were not good with people. <laughs> they were young people, and they you could tell they were in charge of getting this thing built. They're probably project managers kind yeah. of a thing, but they were probably about 25, 26. And what I noticed was that they didn't have good people skills. They essentially, <laughs> yeah, it was just one just got up as I was talking and just turned around and walked away. And then another one just sat and smiled, and the other guy, he says, oh, here, come with me. And then he walked me out the door. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we don't want to talk yeah. to you. <laughs> Now, I think this probably, even if, if you are a younger person, you're also an entertainer, a performer, so you understand the personal interest you have to give to your audience yeah. or other human beings. Not so much from these guys. 
Well, they're running an ice cream museum. That's not essential, is it? Shouldn't you be the hat? Shouldn't you be Willy Wonka if you no, have an ice cream museum? But like, well, these, wasn't these Willy Wonka really confrontational well, and like <laughs> killing yeah, kids? He, he was a yeah, it's I said, true. Good day, sir. <laughs> and also, if you read the things in the back, it sounds like they're like okay. It's like uh, she created it because that she was feeling there's nothing to do in New York. Yeah, what? there's yeah, nothing, yeah. What, nothing, to, nothing to do in New York. York. And exactly. she was inspired by her love of ice cream and a childhood fantasy of swimming in an ocean of sprinkles. So. Yeah, they don't have people skills. What are you, you know talking what? about? She's in her brain. She's swimming kids. through an ocean of sprinkles. You've just calmed me. Thank you very <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, don't Chad worry about Opitz. it. You're All right. <laughs> don't let it get to well, you. Well, growing I up, I would never expect these people to be only friend. social. <laughs> exactly. Like that's the thing. I, I just want to be friends. With I ice cream. want to see people who are involved with ice cream to be wonderful people. There's a guy down parked out in front of the botanical gardens in Golden Gate Park. When you ask for a dip, yeah. dipped cone, he puts the dip stuff in the cone first. Is that the that truck? The truck, yes, the, yeah, like that the guy. yellow one. Yes, they used to come to my job like every like couple weeks and just give us free ice cream. Free, free. Well, the company would pay. Great. That is crazy. He's swimming in an ocean of sprinkles right I now. I am. Yeah. They put the sea salt on the dip cone. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do that. It's so good. Yeah, it is. Did it look cool? And did you get to see anything in there? D- everything was under construction. Wait, were they open yet? When is it open? No, no, no. Did you just wander into a building under I did. construction? I did. And then they're like, what are these people? It was nice to me. I also, yeah, yeah. They were, they were concerned about what I was doing there, I think. And also, you're, okay, the 25-year-old... Mary Ellis Bunn yes. and her boyfriend. Mary Ellis 25 Bunn. years old. Like, they don't they don't have no social skills. Yeah. Do you do, you do characters? I do characters. Do your voices? Yeah. Uh-huh. How would you interpret Mary Ellis Bunn? Mary Ellis Bunn? She's yeah. like, I just, I want to, cre- I'm 25 years old, uh-huh. and I want to create something, because there's nothing for millennials to do in New York. It's just a wasteland. <laughs> And I want to create something where people can swim in an ocean of sprinkles. And I don't want to talk to people, though. I just want to swim in my ocean alone. And then other people can come in, but they can't talk to me. Especially if they run a podcast. That's I don't want to talk to them. Miss Bun. Miss well, Bun. Mary you, Ellis Bun, Bun yes. dude. So I was there, and I was like, babe, the world is your sprinkle bar. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what Manish Vora does, dude. Her co-founder and boyfriend. Wow. Mary Ellis Bunn and Manish Vora. And you were doing Manish Vora. Oh, that was me. Yes, yeah. I just don't understand it. Like, this and the color factory, it just seems like there's wallpaper, and you can take a picture (laughs) with it, and people are like... In the color factory description, I really liked that it says, smell colorful memories. What the hell is that? (laughs) Actually, I've got some ideas of what that may be. Yeah. If you've ever seen, like, a photo of, like like, a dungeon... Now well, you can says, smell the memory. That one says Color Factory opens August, so it should be open. Now. Yeah, it's a Color Factory is open, but they're they're sold out. I overheard a conversation of some really annoying people the other day lamenting that it was sold out. Uh, yeah, the world has passed me by. But Everything pe- has passed me by. But as far as I can tell, people don't actually care to see it. They just want to take photos with it. Yes. Well, there's nothing really there. In, in the in the color factory, there's nothing really there. Now, the ice cream place is going to have semi-interactive experiences, but it's not going to be real ice cream. They're not going to... It'll be like... They have like a seesaw, like a scoops of ice cream and... So it's just like a playground that's an ice cream thing. It's an ice cream themed playground. And the sprinkles... Is going to be, you know, like the old ball pits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it'll be a pit full of sprinkles that you can get in. Oh, so it just like looks like a bunch of just big like pills. No, I think they're real sprinkles. 
What? <laughs> so people are rolling <laughs> Wait around a minute. and that in sounds sugar. like it'd be all and sticky sugar. and. Okay. I guess how I feel about the sprinkle pit is how deep it is. If it's like deep enough to like actually swim in, like Scrooge McDuck style with his <laughs> coins, then that sounds pretty cool. But if it's like a wading pool, it's like. Uh, <laughs> Why is that a factor? That's just how I feel. <laughs> okay. Now I seem to recall, and I don't, I don't know if it's written or not, but I seem to recall the one they had in New York. You could actually take your sprinkles home. Wow. So yeah, this whole thing sounds so stupid. You're like, right. Why yeah, would you? Why would, why oh, that's right. You haven't listened to the show. Okay. Yeah. No, that fits right in. It's lousy. Yeah. It's it's very right lousy. In the name. All right. Well, you guys, let me know how it goes when you go visit. Do you like me yet? I want you to like. Yeah, me. I like you. Okay, good. All right. How about Amazon? Ooh, how about it? Andrew and I were talking about this before you came. They bought Whole Foods. They bought Whole Foods. What? And something has happened already. Well, you know, they're selling Echoes. Is that what they're called? Yeah, they're for, like... Uh, they sell them at Whole Foods now. You know, they're like Alexa version of the thing. And you're like, hey, computer, oh. order a pizza. Right. Like, Play wow. me, you know, Slim Whitman. Ooh, yeah. I do like Slim Whitman. Do you like the Slim Whitman? I do like Slim Whitman. My grandfather loves Slim Whitman. My dad loves Slim Whitman. My grandpa was from Ancona, Italy. Mm-hmm. And loves Slim Whitman. Yeah, he's got a beautiful voice. He liked the way he played guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know when you're playing guitar, you're a musician. Mm-hmm. When you're playing guitar, you get the slide over the because you don't lift all the way off yeah. the, the. He said Slim Whitman never made that slide sound when he played. Wow. He so always lifted completely. It wasn't so much about what he played; it's what he didn't play. There we go. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the real art now, isn't He's it? He's the jazz of uh, guitarists. He's the of, jazz. The of jazz, of as if there's no jazz guitar. <laughs> <laughs> He's the jazz of guitarists. Uh, the Cadillac of cars. So anyway, this is what we were saying. They have slashed prices as well because they're Amazon, which worries me, frankly. Now, I don't like paying Whole Foods all that money, but what was the big one we saw? Uh, Beef is down three bucks per pound. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a lot of... Just getting cheaper. It's a lot of price cuts just overnight. It's like the fact that they can cut prices from 10 to 7 bucks and yeah. still have it be hitting all their profit margins. Is yeah, like, that's what makes me wonder, is Amazon buying, you know, kangaroo meat now? Maybe. <laughs> that's a good question. It is a good question. Give me an answer, yeah. quick. In the, in, I don't know. In the, in the form of Mrs. Bun. I think Mrs. Whole- Bun. <laughs> I don't care about this Whole Foods thing. I just want to swim in my sprinkle barn or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> sprinkle barn. I mean, as long as the sprinkles are cheaper, we're buying, you know? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You know, Andrew's really into that. What's his name? Veros? Veracos? Manishvora. Manishvora. I I just know how he speaks. I don't know the names, just know what they look like. I think we've all been brainwashed, though. I think we all just... We none of us liked the high prices, but we were like, oh, I'm sure that that all the other apples have worms Mm. in them. Yeah, yeah. And then now we're like, what's wrong with it? It's only $10 instead of 11 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Now, is that Manish? No, he, no, he all of a sudden whole, became a Southern that's Belle? That's a whole new character. Oh, okay. Yeah. That guy is, uh, he doesn't have a name. He wouldn't tell Prissy me. Prissy Kumquat. Prissy Kumquat. Kumquat. <laughs> yeah, of the Munch family. <laughs> well, she married into the family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, Amazon is cheaper at Whole yeah. Foods now, and you can get a dot. At all the Whole Foods? All the Whole Foods. They wow. own them all. Okay. So, Chad, are you now into the flow of things? And sure. And you're, 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 you're sorry you came now? Jesus. <laughs> I mean... If, I mean, if, if we're going to be no, honest. Oh, dude, we have delicious okay. lemonade. There's grapes. All right. That's what I do. I bring you in. I, I, I buy people's love. Is smorgasbord out there? Is, is the Man. throng okay? Can you hear us all right? All right. That's good. So here's what we're going to do. Is everyone in this room but me unmarried? Yes. Yes. Good for you. Recently. I mean, recently. 
recently unmarried or recently married? Unmarried. Uh oh. Oh, I don't know if I want to. Congratulations or not. I don't know. We had a tread on that. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know if he would want you to say that. One of us. (laughs) Yeah, he just called it out. (laughs) One of us. (laughs) Well, we do have a commercial, a sponsor that we have to get to here. Oh, yeah. Bridal Fitness Coach. What? Have you heard of Bridal Fitness Coach? I have not. Owner trainer Tammy Fox of Bridal Fitness Coach. She is the one who makes it possible for us to have grapes. Really? Yes. Oh, thank you, Because Tammy. Because here's what happens with Bridal Fitness Coach. Are you curious in, in the slightest? Of course. All right. I'll give you slightly some information. What happens is they want to get married, right? The brides want to get married. And now the big thing is they want to show their arms. Mm. And women are really concerned about their arms. Women and arms are huge yes. mortal enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what they look like. They just hate their arms. They do. So here's what they do. They go to Bridal Fitness Coach. They say, hey, look, I want to look good for my wedding, and I want my arms to look good, also my back to a lesser extent. <laughs> and she says, you don't have to worry about it, because with Bridal Fitness Coach, they get you ready not just for the big day, but it's a commitment so you get that because it's bridal fitness. Mm-hmm. You make a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life. That's oh. got a ring to it. Yeah, oh. yeah, it does. <laughs> it flows, man. It does. So uh, whether the wedding is next year or next month, bridal fitness coach can make sure you're looking and feeling fabulous. Nice. And now if they were to be a client of bridal fitness coach, they provided a tailor-made fitness program that fits your goals, your time frame, and your budget. Mm-hmm. In addition, you can be trained at the private gym where Bridal Fitness Coach is, or they can come to you, to your home, even your office, and they can train you over the internet. Over the internet? Over the internet. Which, let's face it, is a scam, but hey, people enjoy it. What a world. Not only brides, the whole bridal party, she'll train them. She'll even train those fat grooms that no one really cares about their arms. (laughs) She'll do that. And so here's what you do. How are you? Let me see your arms. You got good arms? I got. I don't have fat arms. If that's what you're asking. You don't have fat arms. I could. I could huck a mean disc golf disc. <laughs> disc golf. How often disc. do you play froth? Uh, three, four times a week. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's why you're not getting the MoMA. Yeah, no, you're yeah. out there frothing it up. Uh, it I basically I do froth. comedy and play disc golf, or I'm in my house. That's all I do. <laughs> well, you know what? It's very inexpensive. You know who can help you with your disc golf game? Who's that? Bridal Fitness Coach. Yeah, how's that? Yeah, I don't know how, but I know that you would call them if you wanted a free consultation. Well, that sounds like a good price. Yeah, you you can get free. You can go to bridalfitnesscoach.com or you can call. And what's that number? Thank you. 415-317-6827. Can you repeat that? I certainly can. 415-317-6827. I wonder if if Chad is is following along with us. Bridal Fitness Coach. No, he's not. Make a commitment. Oh, could you uh, spell the website for me? Nah, well, oh. I stopped doing that about a year ago. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that f- was fun. Now let's talk to you, our guest, Chad me. Opitz. Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. The first black muni driver. That's true. That's Chad Opitz. Okay, now. I think it's a different guy, though. <laughs> hey, where are you from, Chad? I'm from like a, I don't know. a little town. I know you already know, you <laughs> sick bastard. He's just checking off his bullet <laughs> yeah. points. He's like, I already know the street you were born on. Uh, Gig Harbor, Washington, a little town south of Tacoma, Washington, which is a little south of Seattle, Washington. That's right. How long did you live there? 
through, I was like 22. Oh, so that was your home. That is. Yeah, that's where I grew up. I went to college in Ellensburg, which is a couple hours east. What school is in Ellensburg? Central Washington University. Isn't where they have that big ski uh, and uh, like a skiing triathlon in Ellensburg every year? No, that's like, no, 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 no. There's like a, it's like a rodeo town. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely no, not a lot of I snow there. Took a shot in the dark. Yeah. He would have been impressed if I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> you were just watching ski school before this. <laughs> you, I'm assuming you enjoyed the Washington? I do. What brought you to California, or to San Francisco specifically? Uh, a lady. Oh, I, I should have known. Lady. Yeah. And she was going to um, UC Santa Cruz. So I was like, I'll leave she my... She was a banana slug. She was a banana slug. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'll leave my lucrative Petco grooming job and head on down to Santa Cruz. Is Petco, are they the ones who had the... Um, it's where the, the pets go. The, that is where the pets go. <laughs> Did they have the dog puppet? That's, on their commercials? that's PetSmart. Oh, PetSmart. Yeah. I thought that was Pets.com. Pet, oh, it was. Pets. Right, yeah, right, I used right. to love those commercials, but they went out of business during the whole Peapod or... Peapod. What Peapod. was the... the what was the... Van, Van, Van Gogh? GoVan.com? GoDaddy? No. What? It would have been around 2001, 2002, I guess. 9-11. 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, you're working at Petco. You meet a girl. She brings uh-huh. you down here. Well, yeah. That's not or exactly you, oh, you how it goes. Whatever, down. yeah. Oh. So let me let me back up a little here. Mm-hmm. When you're in, going to high school in Ellensburg... I went to college in Ellensburg. How dare you? How yeah. dare you correct me on my show? <laughs> Sorry. So when you were going to high school in Ellensburg... Uh-huh. No, in Gig Harbor, right? Yeah. Were you involved in the theatrical arts? Yeah, I did a lot of like plays and mm-hmm. choir and stuff like that. Yeah, which which kind of plays? Which plays did you do? I was in Fiddler on the Roof. Were you? Tevia. Were you Tevia? Was Tevia. Oh my... To the whole... Do you remember everything there? Did you sing Do You Love Me? Oh, yeah. Golda. Yeah. Did you do any somersaults? I I did a cartwheel. All right. And it made the director mad because he was like, what? You like cartwheels. I got real nutty about some some. Remember that graveyard scene? Or yes, when he I has hate that, that scene. When he has that dream? Yeah. I got real bonkers Three with it. Three weeks. Yeah, I went that nuts thing. with it. And I told a, a buddy of mine to like, like we're going to do like a little martial arts choreography. And he like, <laughs> I had him like doing, throwing kicks at me and then he booted me over the bed and like I landed like really harsh. It almost cracked the bed in half. And uh, yeah, the director got mad at me. Wow. Because he was like, you are destroying the integrity of the play. And I was like, we're making it pretty awesome, I'd say. <laughs> you shouldn't have put high schoolers in it. Yeah, yeah, if you want a good play. Now, did you do like the Zero Mostel Tevia or the Topal Tevia? So it was, yeah, Zero Mostel, yeah. Oh, really? The movie. Or, no, Topal was Topal the Topal was, was in the, the movie. movie. Zero yeah, Mostel movie, was yeah, the, yeah. the Broadway yes. version. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So did you do a voice? Oh, not was, really. No? No. Try with Mrs. Bunn. I don't want to try with Mrs. Bond. Okay. So you, she doesn't I, deserve that role. You know, I have right here this. Do you got the <laughs> Fiddler on the Roof soundtrack? I do. I have the Fiddler on the Roof soundtrack. Okay. On you want to sing along? No, I don't. No? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So you're there. You're what we would call a drama buddy. Mm-hmm. When did you start with the funny, making the funnies? Not till after I moved to Santa Cruz. Like, I would do like a one man band thing. Like, I went to college to do music. Uh huh. Tell us about and, that. Tell um, us about your music career. So, I went to college, uh, Central Washington University, to study like opera and stuff like that. And, wow. uh, but I knew did it you wasn't my like. I've heard him sing opera. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he paid $80,000 for the skill. <laughs> I got Wagner. Ooh, damn. That's that's real hard to say. Can you do it? 
No, dude. <laughs> How about Steve Perry? Can you sing See, Steve oh, Perry? Oh, I can do Steve Perry okay, for sure. Yes. All right. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. It's okay. Um, no, it was, you know yeah, why I, I do just, that? Huh. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that pause was a little long for me to do that joke, but I went with yeah. it anyway because I'm a pro. Go you ahead. Are, dude. I'm you sorry. Are. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I just studied opera in college, and uh, God, now I've totally lost my <laughs> my place in my brain. Okay, so why did you fail at opera? Uh, I I interesting question. That's a very good question. Oh man, I just didn't want to do Were it you anymore. Too light? No, I too. I was. Um, I knew it wasn't the universe that I wanted to be in. Like, it was too, way too elitist. Really? And way too, uh, just way too much, like, backstabby stuff. Really? There's politics in opera? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's Actually, I get so another thing yeah. about it. That's what opera is about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, this isn't where, you know, where I want to be. And, you know, instead of I was just I had to tell jokes. You know what opera I've always wanted to see? What? The full J.G. Wentworth commercial. <laughs> I'd pay, pay money to go see that. So he's going to do it. I have an annuity and I need cash now. It'd be pretty sweet. That would be sweet. Get on that. Maybe uh, Netflix. Uh, like, I don't want to see Madam Butterfly. I want to see... J-G- I think you got J-G- Wentworth. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. CISO's going out of business, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, they died. Because uh, they might have been able to do something with that. You might have been able to. You hit it big with your JG. I could have Wentworth. saved CISO with yeah. my JG Wentworth yeah. opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a question on opera. There's mm-hmm. been some discussion in my family on whether or not Phantom of the Opera is an English language opera. It is, isn't it? I'm asking. Yeah, you're the you're the guy who would. And know. it's not even an. It's a musical. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it would it be under musical or would it actually be opera? It'd be musical. So it's a musical about opera. Yeah. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but they don't really have any lines in that play. There's no speaking. Mm. All the lines are sung. Doesn't that make that's it an true. opera? The throng is know. nodding. I think they're on my side. Yeah. So that's considered an opera. Oh. Well, you got the degree. Thought, yeah, you're the one with sworn, the degree I here. Sworn I was, Asking this guy, I don't know. He can't keep a woman. I don't know what. <laughs> I've never heard it referred to as an opera. Well, that's right. Well, I think it is a musical. Was, but okay. I know what you're. I like what you're saying because, yeah, like, you generally like it's. Yeah, the fact that everything is exactly. sung yes. would indicate that it's an opera. Yeah. Because that's a defining characteristic. Yeah. I haven't even seen it, and I just assume because it's got opera in it. Yeah. But I would watch Oprah and be like, why aren't they singing, you know? Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen it. I have. Yeah. Did you enjoy? Yeah. I like it. I, I, really I highly recommend if you get it. Although, you want to hear my story? Because that's, that's really story. what it's about is yeah. to tell you my stories. Babette, my wife, she, had never, cool she had never seen it. Mm-hmm. The first time I had gone to see it, center... B B row Ooh. right there. It was at the current mm-hmm. and that opening scene they had the chandelier. It swung out over our heads that's and cool. then went up in the thing. Whoa, that's so cool. at that point I said, That needs to be seen from the front. Yeah. So I spent extra, got right up in front, but it wasn't at the current anymore. It was oh. at the what's on the one where Sixth and Taylor meet. The last place time it was here, the place it was off a of market. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you're saying. Whatever place that was. Yeah. We went in there, and the stage is about an extra four feet tall. Mm-hmm. My wife's five foot three. She couldn't even see the chandelier, and they oh, didn't swing man. it out over. So it like went up behind there. Like she so you went and got extra tickets just to see a chandelier swing out. Well, just, that was a cool <laughs> effect. 
And you know the little the monkey thing that does yeah. this thing like that. She couldn't even see that because it was in the back part of the stage. Oh, so that's my man. little story that I, I was convinced that we had to be in the front row and it would have been better to be yeah. farther back. Hey, I want to just thank you for being just so agreeable and like, oh, that's really interesting. I, I enjoy that. You are a good actor. You are Thank good. you. Yeah. I'm glad you noticed. Okay, so we've <laughs> talked about your career in opera, and we've talked about your... We didn't talk about the guitar. You're in a band right now, are you not? No. I just oh. had a one-man band thing. He is I a would, band. Oh, he yeah, is, you are I would a just, band. It was called Nervous Energy, uh-huh. and I've got a couple shows coming up, but it's on the wayside. I don't really focus no. on that right now. Are all your songs about Adele? No, no, none of okay. them are. Okay, <laughs> that's um, just a newer like thing. I used to be really like, I don't want to incorporate music into my stand-up because it should be separated. And like, there's no point to that. It's just like as long as it works and I have fun yeah. doing it. Like, why not right, do whatever? Yeah. yeah, comedy can be anything. Yeah, it's my like, time. Use it how I please. Mm-hmm. That's right, and it's been effective. So don't worry about the audience whether they enjoy it. Yeah. Just you, you do what you please, there, Andrew. It's not for them to decide, you know. It's true. <laughs> it's not for them to decide if it's good or not. <laughs> yeah, that explains your just, skyrocketing career. They just take it in, you know. Jesus. <laughs> Either they're smart or they're dumb. <laughs> if they laugh, they're smart. That's how These I see like, it. Either Joe it. Gorman style. I, I'm noticing <laughs> like the throng hasn't laughed a whole lot. What do you think? What are you saying? I, I, they laughed at my J.G. Wentworth thing. That's so true. They, they came here for the grapes. <laughs> right in front yeah. of me. So. <laughs> They're here for right. the grapes now, and the juice. And I'm just giving everyone a hard time. I know everyone here is great and better people than I am. I understand. I'm just making a joke here. It's good we know where we stand. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Okay. So now you've <laughs> followed the girl, probably from a couple cars behind, so you don't yes, get, you know, she doesn't know you're tailing her. And you come down to Santa Cruz, you decide that you're going to start making jokes. Yeah. How did that happen? Because I couldn't, I wasn't getting booked anywhere. I was getting booked a lot in Seattle when I was living up there. For comedy? For music. Oh, okay. And so I wasn't getting booked doing music in Santa Cruz. I was only going up like once a month. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta find something else to do because I, you know, need to perform more often than that. And so I was like, I got some dumb jokes written down. So I would just go to um, the Blue Lagoon on Thursday nights because that was the one place in town I knew did comedy. Uh And I would just watch. And then I eventually like worked up the courage, like ask the booker to like put me up. He's like, yeah, I'll put you up next week. I'll throw you up first. And you do like three minutes or something. Uh-huh. How'd it go? And for the first... Oh, terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. And then Never like, goes well. Yeah, it was real bad. And um, <laughs> then he he didn't know my name for probably two months. Like, he would put me up, and then he would like introduce me, look over, and be like, your next comic is... Uh, Mumford and Sons, Mumford and Sons. <laughs> just to make up like a band name, uh-huh. or something, like Kings of Leon or something. And then like I had a joke he liked, and he was like, "What's your name?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, so there's, there it is. That's where I started. And that, that was it. You were just like, "This is what I'm going to do now." Well, I mean, it's not really. It was just one of those things where I was like, "Oh, this is. I want to try and get better at this." But it, I've been doing it a little over five years now. And I really only recently decided, like, oh, I, this is what I want to fully pursue. Because I was, uh-huh. had a full-time job down there. I had a girlfriend. And, uh, did she know, you know She didn't. No. Because okay, okay. I was, like you said, a couple of car distances back. Dude. Right, just yeah. keep, you know. And uh, just, yeah, I didn't know, like, what it would be for in my life, you know. But, like, especially since moving up here, like, a little, like, a year and a half ago. I'm like, oh, this is there's there's something happening here. This is like I can be really, really, really good at this. There's something and it's hard happening here. <laughs> JG Wentworth. Eight seven seven cash now. You really need to do something with that. Okay, I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. See if I can rent out the opera, or at least the Shelton Theater. How many seats are in there? In the Shelton? Yeah. Not. I mean, seventy, eighty. Not a lot. Oh right? man. The Shelton? Dude, do you want to write a 
it's a play, but it's also an opera. But all the singing is just the songs from the commercials, and we just have to build a story around people having an annuity and needing cash now. Oh, that's easy. Someone who has a structured settlement and they need cash. That story is as old as the hills. That's that's, look. He's I can see the wheels turning. Turning. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Let's see. So where was I on this? Um, desperately trying to find something interesting. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Chad's in Santa Cruz. Chad's, no, he's yeah. back. He's in San Francisco now. How long did it take for you to move up here? Oh, it's about a forty-minute drive. Five years. I was down there about five years. Real, so you're recent in in San Francisco. Yeah, well, like well, like a year and a half. Well, we knew who he was. He just didn't live in the city. How long have you been driving up here to do to I do was, shows? For a couple of years, I was coming up like two, three times a week. Yeah, and I was. Harsh. Oof. And, then and now that I'm here, I'm like, I never go down there. Yeah. I go down That's to Santa Cruz like once every couple months or something. How often do you leave when it's not work or shows? How often do you leave your neighborhood? Oh, that's pretty common. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Where, where do you live? Not today. It was like 100 degrees. Yeah, so I'm that's like, true. I'm not going nowhere. It is very, very hot. So what, what neighborhood do you live in? Uh, Excelsior Portola area. Excelsior. Mm-hmm. Ah. It's like, it's off Bayshore Boulevard. Oh, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. You know, our first bomb shelter was down on Geneva. 18. First bomb don't tell my address. <laughs> Beat that out. Beat that out. <laughs> this guy's gonna stalk me. So. Yeah, but you don't know if it's the top floor or the bottom floor. It's the top floor. <laughs> anyway. He knows. Yeah, he already no. know. He already knew. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Because so it's weird. funny. I like That's to shake so it up. Weird. Shake it up, baby. You know, twist and shout. <laughs> uh, okay. So you're down in the. Yeah. There's nothing. Well, there's the big park. Is it McLaren Park? Yeah, it's. I yeah. live like two blocks away from there. You ever hang out down there? Yeah. Is that where you buy? That's where I'd buy, dude. Yeah. That's where I sell, too. <laughs> not that I know anything about that. But, yeah, no, there, so there's the park is there, but there's not a whole uh, lot else down there, is there? Not really. I mean, you can walk. To, I work about a like, mile and a half away, um, off, yeah, off Bayshore. Uh-huh. And, um, no, you're right. Like, I, But you can walk down to, like, Mission. And, like, if you got the time, you can walk down to, like, 24th and Mission. Yeah. I love that area of town. Yeah. I'm there's, I guess there's stuff there. I but I kind of like thinking. that it's, like, it's not really in the thick of things. Like, it's, like, close enough. But, yeah. like, you know, you don't feel, like, overwhelmed when I'm leaving the house and stuff. I like that. I guess so. And it's got a great view, too. Well, of the new Salesforce oh. Tower. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you can see that from everywhere. It's like the I know, new it's Sutro crazy. Tower. They, you can tell that they very specifically thought of that. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, there's areas where you're at and you're like, that's all you can see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were yeah. coming north on 280, came around the hill at Bernal Heights, mm-hmm. and boom, all and you saw it. was the tower. Yeah. And you don't realize it's that tall when you're up closer, when you're in the city, because you're looking up through the skyline. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's taller, but not that much. But then, yeah, yeah it's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking about, about Sutro it. Tower? No, we're talking about the Salesforce Tower, the new tallest oh, building. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just... Parts of the skyline that never like yeah, yeah I'll be mm-hmm. out in like the Presidio and it's just like well we can choose to ignore Salesforce Tower too. Do you not like it? Do you not like the Salesforce people? You know it doesn't need to exist. I feel like <laughs> I feel like at this point if you're going into a city and intentionally building the biggest building, like I don't know, it says more about you than it does about. Yeah. But Salesforce doesn't own the tower. That's the developer did that and they're paying for the the, the name. Yeah, but they're really? taking yeah. What the hell? It used to be the Transamerica building was the tallest, and now That's they're right. taken away from the trans people. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite sites coming out of the punchline, dude, seeing that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's so cool looking. Yeah. So what you're saying is you want a sitcom. Is that what I understand? No. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, what, what are you? did go off on this tangent. Oh, <laughs> Lord. What are your goals? Where, um, do you see, where do you see yourself in five years, besides three years sober? Three years sober. Ooh, Wow. 
He's making predictions, That's dude. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd like to. De- I'd like to try out more. I like doing voiceover stuff a lot. I've done a, f- really? a little bit of that, and I really enjoy it. You want to be a performer, an entertainer? Event, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. That's what. Don't you, Andrew? To be a performer? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd never. I don't want to stop doing stand up. Um, there's definitely things creatively that sound fun to do. I think directing would be fun. I oh, think. boy, here we go. I really want to direct. All right, go ahead, Andrew. Tell us about what you want to do. <laughs> I want to direct a... I think you're the, you're the villain on your own show, SK. I, I mean, my <laughs> since as long as I can remember, it's just been my dream to direct a, an opera musical about J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Wentworth. It's your are. money. Use it when you need it. There we go. Finally. <laughs> so many people have been clamoring for this since those commercials, man. I got the rights. Yes. <laughs> They got the left. J.G. Wentworth. Uh, would you star in his J.G. Wentworth Of course. Opera? Actually. I don't think anyone else could. I, I think. <laughs> now, would he play J.G. Wentworth? Or no, J.G. Wentworth isn't a singer. Wouldn't I be the one getting yeah. the, like, a, uh, an equity loan or whatever the hell it is? He will, he'll have some sort of annuity and he'll need cash yeah. now. Yeah. I need my cash so now. So this is J.G. Oh, there's there, There's got to be a, a thing like that where it's. Well, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is really Charlie about Charlie, mm-hmm. and Willy Wonka is this character. That's what it is. J.G. Yeah, Wentworth for sure is the is the the motivation yeah. behind the main character. Not that's right. Like that's this. right. Just, just a like, really boring, like an over, like a, but like an overwhelming presence. Within. Exactly. Like Beetlejuice. Or Emmanuel Goldstein in 1984. It's not about yeah. him, but he's the yes. He's the motivator. See? It's just this financial office. That's the equivalent of Willy Wonka's chart yeah. chocolate factory mixed yeah. with the Ministry of, of Information. So they're like chaos. It's yeah. just like we don't need to put stamps on anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys, let me know. I'll, well, we'll come out of retirement and we'll press it for you. All right. Good. That sounds good. Uh, okay. What else do you want to tell me? <laughs> I don't I feel know. Like we, I feel like we haven't haven't delved into that which is Chad Opitz. Oh, man. That's Has he okay. told yeah. you <laughs> lately that he loves you? <laughs> so the songs you write, yes. are they... This is sincerity now. The ones in, for stand-up? No, no. Do you... I don't know how to. I, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> in no way. This is this is a sincere question. This is like a person going to a blind guy mm-hmm. with no prejudice and saying, "Hey, how do you do such and such?" Being blind. So that's how I'm asking you. This is with sincerity okay. and genuineness. Yeah. Do you write songs that aren't comical or novelty in nature? Yeah, I've done some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Generally, that, the things just tend to go that direction with me yeah i tend to get goofy now like but i have written songs that are serious randy newman style goofy or weird Al like more like nuttier than that for sure i love randy newman yeah i'm seeing him he's gonna be hardly strictly oh is he and i'm going but i already bought a ticket to see him in napa are you going you're going to see him in napa i'm like third row are you? I'm like I'm in the oh the stage the is back. too high. You're not gonna see the monkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's not gonna be a chandelier swinging. Yeah. Over our heads. It's gonna suck. This concert oh is ruined. <laughs> Dude, I love Randy Newman. Yeah. Okay, so the music is something, but you would continue to incorporate it um, into the act. Yeah, I mean, I I used to be really like oh, I can't put them together, yeah. but like it's not like I'm busting out like an instrument or anything. I just do it vocals. Right. Uh, and it's been really fun. I like having a variety of stuff in my set. Have you ever thought of, you know, and again, I'm not... Well, he, brought, he brought up J.G. Wentworth. I have a bit about RoboCopra. I love 
tell me, or do you, can you not let it out? No, it's fine. It's just one of those girls, things. Yeah. I had, I've had, I've had people come up to me after the the show shows and be like, "You got to, you got to make RoboCop, dude." Like, and I've had like Jesse Hetz talk to me about it. And it's a good bit. John Gallagher. It's a solid idea. Or like, dude, you got to make a longer. Can Can you tell us thing. about it, or do you want to keep it under the? No, it's fine. It's like I just have a bit where. I talk. I open up by talking about Golden Gate Fields, actually, and like the Dollar Days thing, and like how I like that juxtaposition of like highbrow and lowbrow culture, uh-huh. like kind of coming together, and scaring each other. Yeah, I love yeah. that, and like I want to see. Like I was like, so I'd love to go to the opera and see like, and then I do a piece of from RoboCop, and um, yeah, it's fun, and I, I think it, man. If, but if I did want to do it, I definitely want to do it right. Like I had some guy say he wants would be willing to make like a music video or something for it yeah but i don't know we'll see if it ever like comes out but you know it, i wouldn't like want a trailer it trailer of some sort yeah so that'd be oh man that'd be really cool to that do. would be very cool yeah well i'll continue now that i've got your phone number by the way you called me so i'm just gonna be constantly texting there we go. when are you gonna do it when are you gonna do it <laughs> when's robocop coming out now i know you you've got a show to do tonight it's closer yes. to the window it's, we're very close to seven o'clock so i would like to see th- because we had a second half if we had had time oh. um i've been threatening to do a show because actually this the, the podcast <laughs> is actually supposed to have interesting <laughs> stuff about He's san francisco He's, i've I'm been threatening to do a show like what no, <laughs> okay. no so oftentimes i'll be talking about different history or, or different aspects of san francisco and i thought we would do islands mm. of san francisco um which we're not gonna really have time uh for that but the reason why that popped into my head, I've been saying, hey, we should do one about the islands, about the islands. And not long ago, you got to spend the night at East Brother Island. I did. Uh, I know the caretakers. The, yeah. How, so tell me, because they're new, right? Because there they're was, new. I remember last year, maybe six, nine months ago, there was a job opening. And yeah. they said, one has to be a chef and one has to be a captain. Yep. Wow. And it's a couple. I know I used to work with uh, the woman. That's specific. Can you imagine that? Like, we're both Isn't unemployed. It? I'm a chef. He's a captain. It's true. That's exactly what it was. They were living in, they were living in, uh, they were down in New Zealand for like a trip for like months. And he's a, he's a boat captain. Right. And she's a, a cook. And yeah. she used to run a, a, like a bed and breakfast in like Port Townsend, Washington. So like, it's just these weird skills that all like perfect for this like bizarre caretaker job but it's beautiful it's so nice out there yeah it's really really cool and like they just let me have they could they have their own separate quarters off from the main house and like lighthouse and they're like well you have the house for the night so i was just all alone in that big huge house were you there for a gig or did you just no no i just know i know you just stayed on and they hit me up and were like well we have a like monday through wednesday free because they like, Thursday through Sunday they have people that come out and oh, spend, it's only Thursday spend the night Sunday. just Thursday through Sunday and then oh. Monday through Wednesday off and they're like but if you contact us on one of those days you can just spend the night there and I had it was like the night before 4th of July because I knew I wouldn't have to go to work that yeah. day so I was like can I come over on Monday like, and he yeah. comes and picks you up in the boat picked me up in a boat there? they even picked me up they picked me up at the BART station out there and then they drove me to the uh to the did marina? you have to go out to the to the East Bay, or did they pick you up yeah. here in San Francisco? No, I went to um, Richmond. Oh, okay. And then yeah. they, they drove to the really like like couple mile, really rocky like uh, drive to this marina, and then they were telling me all these things. There was like, there's this guy that they call the clown man that lives here at the marina, and he. I really wanted to see the clown man. Like he no, just sits didn't. in his boathouse. <laughs> he sits in his boathouse dressed like a clown. I was like, that sounds so awesomely nightmarish. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't see him. Oh, he missed what? the clown man. Yeah. Uh oh, that might be this. Ooh. 
Ah, it's like, is he waving because he's a clown or just because he's on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool. It was such a cool experience. So you can you go back anytime you want, and would you? I mean, I for sure will hit him up. I don't want to like over. Right. You know, I don't want to do it like every month. Yeah. But uh, yeah, probably in a couple months I'll be like, there you are. I want to come back out there. It's well, so peaceful. Get him to to tell you the history. Mm-hmm. You know, all the little inside stories he's probably learned. I know there was a couple caretakers were there like 20 plus years uh-huh. and like one around the turn of the century and one yeah. in the 1920s or 30s they, or they like did that. tell me about a lot of that yeah. stuff they have like they had like a board up that had all the names of the right. caretakers and like how long they'd done it yeah and they're on a two-year contract there now do you know how how much it is to stay there it's a you, lot it's like um i think it's like four hundred dollars oh your way's better day. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but it is really. I mean, honestly, if it's a special occasion thing, it's worth it. Like yeah. they they make you a meal and like uh, they give you like free wine if you want it, and then uh, you get breakfast. Get they make you breakfast. Worth. <laughs> yeah, it, it's super. It's super cool. But it's, you're also not alone. Like there's like I think there's four rooms in the house. Uh-huh. So there's four like couples that are gonna you know that right. Are, if so it's you kind of that's yeah. part of it. It's kind of bizarre to me that you have to like you have to interact with these other couples and stuff. So well, it seems like, what if you don't get along with them and like have yeah. like a crappy how, night? How many restrooms are there? There's only two. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I probably want to get my body regulated before I consider this. Oh, th- that was another aspect. Like they didn't like you. They didn't. You can't yep. take showers. You can't take showers. Yeah, because it's like they there's no water. Like, I thought they had all, like a fifty thousand ga- gallon cistern. They keep yeah, on but down. it's like you know they, it's captured by like rainfall and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So like it's it's very limited. Oh, but you can take baths, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so you cannot wash. You can't take a shower. But you could. They have a bath. You could take a bath. What? Okay. Uh, no, you, can, you, you can, understand can, what I'm trying to ask, yeah, right? Yeah. You can clean yourself with water. Um, they they prefer you not to. Wow. If you're on the island, because you're only there one night. I, I know. So they, I'm I, paying four hundred <laughs> bucks. I should be able to take a shower. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, we're walking around second night. We're like, we're ready to go home. That, the, yeah, the part that like, kind of boggled my mind was just like, and also try not to like take a dump. You know, I was like, what? <laughs> like, not. I can't. Like, that's not. I have no control over this. Do you situation. think if I had that power, I would not utilize yeah. it all the time? So I was like all nervous when I did, and like it took a, I, like when I was like, can they hear me flushing or something? Like, <laughs> don't use the water. So there's people going on romantic yeah getaways yeah, overnights yeah. to yeah. All lighthouse up island and unwashed, and they're like, well, I don't see any reason why neither one of you would need to bathe yourself. Exactly. Any point on this yeah, trip. yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Like, well, there goes the romance. Stinky, yeah. yeah. Okay. Super funny. Well, maybe we can get them to come on. Maybe. maybe really? Oh, I don't know. I'll, cool. I'll, I'll throw it out there for them. Well, well, let me ask you this. Did you have any fun at all? I mean, I we're, we'll, we'll accept like just a little tonight, bit. Tonight? Today? Here? Yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah. Would you like to come back another time? Sure. We'll get some more more information out of you. When you're walking down the street, there are the people that you meet each day. Thank you, Chad. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> um, that stealth cat sounds fun. Yeah, well, I'll let you guys know because I think we're we're recording next week, and if you guys wanted to come, maybe do a voice. Maybe just, it's going to be more of a party. We'll have a, uh, you know, I know there's some people who just want to come here and listen to us do it. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll let you guys know. I'll let okay. the throng know as well. Although the throng, I feel. Uh, no, you have no you interest anymore. <laughs> he's, he's like, so, this isn't the best of doing anything. This is no fun. They're conditioned, uh, man. Yeah, I know. Everything. They got juice. They got grapes, cookies. That's right. Cheez-its. We knew it wouldn't be entertaining. That's why we filled you up on fruit. Are you allowed to open the grape Arizona? 
Of yeah, that's for you. Yeah. Well, because he seems so sacred. That's oh, true. Uh, oh, he on. listens. He listens. Yeah. He knows Grape the Aid. show. <laughs> yeah, Great Arizona. I've been trying to get them to sponsor the show for, for Grape Aid. Yeah, Grape Arizona. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, but no, but very funny. And I know I've been jacking with you all night, and you know, uh, it's, hard too, time. it's too it's hot the for these jokes. <laughs> but uh, no, very funny. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing you the other night live. Um, Thank you. That was a good show. Like You're a good audience good, member, I'm dude. I'm a fantastic audience member. You really are. But uh, love the way you incorporated it. Like you were saying before, it's it's not just up there, you know, mm-hmm. telling jokes. It's a, it's a whole thing. So I encourage people to go see you, and um, especially at the old folks' home. Yeah, That'll Walnut Creek. <laughs> and we're, we're pulling for you. You'll keep us up to date uh, on how you're doing on that? Yeah, and I on, think on the, the comedy competition. The competi- if you follow that page, the San Francisco Comedy Competition I page. I don't want to put out energy. Well, okay. Well, I just want you to tell me. <laughs> All right, I'll okay. do that. I'll just All right, let I you guess know. I'll follow. I'll send you personal texts. I left my home. San Francisco. All right, let's start off by thanking the throng for sitting through the whole thing. Thank you guys for being in here. I'm sorry I lied to you. And also the throng that's listening, we want to thank you guys. And the key is remember to share. Find an episode you like and then have them listen to that. And then that might trick them into listening to more. Also, please remember the Amazon button. That little trickle helps us out. Also, remember Patreon and our guest, Chad Opitz, who uh, we thank. We're going to give him applause for being with us tonight. He was great. Do you want to plug stuff you got coming up? Yeah, just chatopitz.com. Twitter, Instagram, at Chad Opitz. Do you have your dates coming up on there? Yeah. Okay. They're all up on the so website. So they can look at that. Chadopitz.com. Andrew, what you got going on in the different places? Well, uh, every Tuesday at the Milk Bar on Hate Street in San Francisco. It's an 8 o'clock show. Uh, the last Monday of every month at the Right Spot on 17th and Folsom in the Mission, also in San Francisco. And then every Friday at Piano Fight at 144 Taylor Street. Thank you very much. Oh, and let's also hope that Pete gets well soon. He had some minor surgery, and we're looking forward to seeing him back. But, Andrew, thank you very much for coming. And you should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco, your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. You are destroying the integrity of the play. I was like, we're making it pretty awesome, I'd say. Really, I have little interest in you. You're the villain on your own show, SK. I could huck a mean disc, golf disc. Uh, Look at me. Of course I've got health problems. How did you find that out, you psycho? Women and arms are huge mortal enemies. Smell colorful memories. That little trickle helps us out. I just want to be friends with ice cream. What are you talking about? She's in her brain. She's swimming through an ocean of sprinkles. Well, growing up, ice cream was my only friend. He's swimming in an ocean of sprinkles right now. There's nothing for millennials to do in New York. It's just a wasteland. And I want to create something where people can swim in an ocean of sprinkles. I really wanted to see the clown man. 
These are my many songs. <laughs> Shake it up, baby. You know, twist and shout. Alcoa can't wait. I have an annuity and I need <laughs> cash now. Now I'll punch you in the face. Has he told you lately that he loves you? <laughs> Ooh, I do like Slim Whitman. There's something happening here. The Cadillac of cars. What would they say if we're together just as fast as we can? Someone pat him on the head. That was very nice. Get well soon, Pete. Save me. Yeah, this whole thing sounds so stupid. We knew it wouldn't be entertaining. That's why we filled you up on fruit. Bye. I said good day, sir. I never met Rob. You haven't met Rob? I've met Rob a few times, man. Really? Good dude, Rob rocks. Rob right fucking rules, dude. And his band kicks ass, too. Badass. Yes. Good man, Rob. We should give her a call next week. Do a phone interview. But, like, sneak attack phone interview. <laughs> sneak that's attack. What you, that's what you can start doing. We might be on the air. We might not. Hey. You can, you can sneak do. attack. <laughs> I'm standing outside your bedroom right now. Are you inside? You, you can do crank calls. You're, you're so oh anxious. Oh, my God. To touch the phone. <laughs> Try and find Gail's number. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? Reverse it on her? Uh, maybe not. Oh, thanks. Radio Silas. That's my partner. <laughs> you brought it on yourself. Uh, no, that was a, that was a funny shit. used to it by now, man. I'm working the room here, and you're just, just a tough room. To How about low-down barbecue? How about them? <laughs> <laughs> Give them a call if they're still a number. Uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. George is Steve Productions. He's George Stevens, and I'm Stephen St. George, and this has been our show. Hey, y'all hold my beer. Hey!
filthy cash. I can't help but listen to Pink Oh shit, alright, cool. Miles. Every Friday. So we'll get started in about five minutes. Happy hour open mic. I am a subscriber on Podkicker because I'm an Android guy. Can't fuck with Tim Cook. They have a fun fantastic. I don't know if anyone listens to this shit live. I know like 10,000 people a week listen to Pam's show that comes after. So, look around you. Awesome. About to get started. Laughing off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak killing reels. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash car kind. Yeah. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. You have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the slowest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skin Care. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skin Care is a good, wholesome nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the Green Army. gentlemen we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer burgers tater tots tachos corn dogs all sorts of good stuff like that they're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week except Saturday uh, every Saturday night we've got live rock and roll some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well come on down 10 p.m. Rock and roll only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge. Always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down and have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. A shot of Bullet Bourbon and a can of California Lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh yeah, it goes down. 
Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Yo. All right. Can you can you help me out again? You've helped me so much. Pretty lady in the back. Can we can we cut the music? Grocery, a worker owned. Can we cut the music? Food cooperative located. Is that possible? 45 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say. Oh man! All right, let's get this motherfucker started. We're gonna start with some crowd work. This would be a better show if shout it out. The host was here. We could drink here. Make some noise for Serene! Do the people on air even know this is a mic? What the fuck? This is a tight operation. I was at least expecting 30 seconds of crowd work. Some kind of something. You didn't hear any of that, did you? <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, anyways, uh, I'm just kidding. He's cool. Um, cool. All right, let's talk about it. So, uh, I'm broke. I don't know. Are you guys broke? Because, uh, okay, we get it. You do a successful job in the daytime, 9 to 5, went to Cal Berkeley, and you're buff. Okay, I need to work out. Okay, uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah, no, I'm broke. And I mean broke, okay, not poor. There's a big difference. Because broke is when the napkins at McDonald's are thicker than your toilet paper. Okay, and then, and poor is when the napkins at McDonald's are your toilet paper. And you shit in the to-go bag. Okay, big difference. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm broke. And I, I found out recently that 99 cent tacos from Jack in the Box have no nutritional value. They just hold space in your stomach long enough for you to go job hunting. <laughs> Cardboard with sriracha works just as good. Um, and I live in a very illegal housing situation at the moment in an attic. Uh, the family downstairs hasn't noticed yet, so it's chill. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just like, um, I live with like a. Dead. 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 Ted, Ted, you say we were supposed to suppose. Ted, <laughs> you say we were supposed to count to. Sorry, look at him and say, you better count to one. <laughs>
Welcome back to MutinyRadio.fm. You're listening to Friends with Jenna Fitz this wonderful St. Patrick's Day 2018. Hope you guys are in the mood. I've got some Celtic music for you. Get you in for your parties today. I've got some announcements of some things you can go out and enjoy. Meanwhile, let's listen to the Irish Rover.
we kick it off here at Mutiny Radio Dawn FM here with Friends with Jennifer. I am your host, Generos, today for St. Patrick's Day. I hope you're enjoying the tunes. I've got a few more for you. In the meantime, I hope you're listening because we've got so many events coming up. It'd be a shame for you to miss them. So in the spirit, may the road rise up to meet your feet. And I will be here all day, two to four. Friends with Jennifer. You can call in today at 415-550-0511. And if you'd like to stop by, I'm here at 2781 21st Street and Florida Street here in San Francisco on a sunny, sunny day. Enjoy.
St. Patrick's Day with the old Danny boy. I have so many things to announce to you, but I hope you're looking at the time. It's uh, approaching 2.30, and if you're looking for something festive, please look no further than the Saturday, March 17th, 2018, Valley Largest Pub Crawl Lucky Fest, presented by Chris Ricky in Modesto. There's 25 pubs built from the ground up for one day only. Downtown Modesto, entrance at 11th Street and L Street, Gate open at 3 p.m. If you're looking for tickets, you can find them. You really do not need a pot of gold to go to www.luckyfestmodesto.com or Boyette Petroleum Locations. This is an annual festival. It brings everybody out for a good time and I hope, again, nobody's feeding you a Blarney Stone that, you know, you need a sanitary wipe for. Just get out there and have a good old-fashioned time this same 
Paddy's Day. Again, that is Lucky Fest. Modesto.com for tickets. Gates open 3 p.m. And you can check the entrance there over at 11th Street and L Street. Bringing you some more tunes today from MutinyRadio.fm. Remember to hit that donate button as you come and join us for MutinyRadio.fm shows, including mine, 2 to 4, Friends with Jennifer. May the luck of the Irish be with you. Oh, Biddy, she says you're wrong, I'm sure. Biddy gave her a belt in the gob and left her sprawling on the floor. Then the war did soon engage. Was woman to woman and man to man. Landed on the bed, the whiskey scattered over Tim. By God, he revives, see how he rises. Timothy's rising from the bed. Crying while the world around like blazes, thunder and blazing, and Dick was dead. It worked for Bernardo, death fear, burned no up the boy, your daughter's shake. Was it in truth? I tell you, lots of fun and pity and wake. Work for Bernardo, death fear, burned no up the boy, your daughter's shake. Was it in truth? I tell you, lots of fun and He was a peaceful man, if you know what I mean The cops picked up the pieces after Clancy left the scene He never looked for trouble, that's a fact you can assume But nevertheless, when trouble would press, Clancy lowered the boom Oh, they Clancy, oh, they Clancy Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom He was a fighting man, they all knew he was tough He strutted around the neighborhood just shooting off his gun He picked a fight with Clancy, then and there he sealed his doom Before he could shout, O'Leary look out, Clancy lowered the boom Oh the Clancy, oh the Clancy Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom He left the barber shop with tonic on his hair. He walked into the pool room and he met O'Reilly there. O'Reilly said, For goodness sakes, now do I smell perfume? Before you could stack your cue in the rack, Clancy Lord. Oh, the Clancy, oh, the Clancy. Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy Lord. Walked into the bar and ordered up a round He left his drink to telephone and Clancy drank it down Mulroney said, who drunk me drink, I'll lay him in his tomb Before he could pat the top of your hat, Clancy lowered the boom Oh, the Clancy, oh, the Clancy Whenever they got his Irish up, Clancy lowered the boom And delivered ice to Mrs. Clancy's flat He'd always linger for a while to talk of this and that One day he kissed her just as Clancy walked into the room Before he could say the time of the day, Clancy lowered the boom Oh, the Clancy, oh, the Clancy Wherever they 
Neighbors all turned out for Kate to grade his wedding night. McDougal said, let's have some fun. I, I think I'll start a fight. He wrecked the hall, then kissed the bride and pulverized the groom. Then quick as a week before you could think, Clancy Lord the Pooh. most beautiful sight you ever did see when Clancy Lord the Boom. A long time ago when the earth was green, there was more kinds of animals than you'd ever see. They'd run around free when the earth was being born, but the loveliest of all was the Some cats and rats and elephants, but as sure as you're born, the loveliest of all was the unicorn. Now God sees some sinning, and it gave him pain. And he says, stand back, I'm going to make it rain. He says, hey, Brother Noah, I tell you what to do. Build me a floating zoo. Some of them green alligators and long neckies, some humpty back camels and some chimpanzees, some cats and rats and elephants, but as sure as you're born, don't you forget my unicorn. So 
sad, so sad. But thank you again for tuning in to MutinyRadio.fm. This is Friends with Genefits. And you can listen some more every Saturday from 2 to 4 o'clock. As long as you don't forget, hit that donate button. Help us out. We'll make sure it goes to the right places. It's uh, MutinyRadio.fm, of course, is what you're listening to. So you have to go to the page, and it's right there. So here we are today. I shall be getting a phone call shortly. But in the meantime, how many of you have seen a unicorn in your life? I'm in San Francisco. There's lots of unicorns. Trust me. Welcome back, everybody. Friends with Jenna Fitz. Uh, there's a few events today. I know that you can get out there to Lucky Fest in Modesto if you're in that area. Thanks for tuning in. But get your tickets. It's going. They're opening the gates at 3 p.m. today. The entrance is at 11th and L Street. And you can get your tickets by going to LuckyFestModesto.com or any Boyette Patrol locations in that area also today I hear Jamie Dubberly my dear friend is going to be performing here in San Francisco not far from where I am at 24th and Cesar Chavez or in the area of Potrero Cesar Chavez area on 24th we're going to get a call from him a little bit sooner than later I hope because I know he's starting with his session warming up today at 3 o'clock Again, if you have something you'd like to promote, this is what I love to do. If you're a musician, a comedian, uh, maybe you're an actor, you're looking for some extras, get a word out to us here at mutinyradio.fm or check out my Friends with Jenna Fitz page on Facebook. I've had the great, distinct privilege of working with so many different musicians and artists, comedians, that if we can't connect it for you, I don't know who can. So give me a call here at the station at 41 415- one five 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 zero zero five eleven and you can also stop by at two seven eight one twenty first street and florida street say hello we've got plenty of space we have a performance space that seats twenty five to thirty people easily and again if you'd like to support us hit that donate button for mutinyradio.fm
sons of Notre Dame Sing her glory and sound her fame Raise her golden blue and cheer with voices true Rah, rah for Notre Dame We will fight in every game Strong of heart and true to her name We will never forget her and we'll cheer her ever loyal to Notre Dame Shamrock just to wear in my lapel Don't you know that today's March 17 It's a day for the wearing of the green It's a great day for the Irish It's a great day for fair The sidewalks of New York are thick with blindly For sure you think New York was old Killarney It's a great day for the shamrock For the flags in full hooray We're feeling so inspired Sure because for all the Irish It's a great, great day Because there's not a cop to stop the raging God, all the cops are out parading it's a great day for the shamrock, for the flag in full array. For feeling so inspiring, sure, because for all the Irish, it's a great, great day. I've got a perfect puzzle for you. Boom, 
has an elephant eats. What are you at getting terribly fat? What do you think will come of that? I don't like the look of it. Oompa, loompa, loompa dee da. If you're not greedy, you will go far. You will live in happiness too.
well you can handle of some of the traditional stuff but here here i bring you avalon rising straight from Celtic and renaissance fairs check these guys out elbows and antlers is theirs stop that train 